I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman and Chris Woodward, and we closed out the last segment. We're talking. We were talking about secret sins, mm-hmm. sins that we think that we can hold on to that that creep into our lives and continue to grow. But we didn't. We wanted to. We wanted to end that um, in a more hopeful note than we did. And I think Wesley has a verse for us there. Yeah, the Bible says that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Mm. However, if we confess our sins to Jesus, mm. he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and also mm. to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. Mm. And that's just an incredible passage, a great, uh, a tremendous amount of hope because after the first segment that yeah. we had, if you're beginning to ponder and think and, 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 and just uh, go over the sin that, that, w- mm-hmm. that came to mind mm-hmm. when we talked about that, if you just hang out right there and just feed on it, then you'll become depressed, yeah, um, saddened, mm-hmm. uh, feel like there's no hope, yeah. no loose hope. Wow. Yeah. But I wanted to remind you that don't let Satan come in mm-hmm. and do that because God's, through his son Jesus, has given us a way to be uh, forgiven mm-hmm. and also to extend that forgiveness to others too. Mm-hmm. So it's a process yeah. and it is a, a good balance there. Yeah. But in addition to that, once we have confessed our sins and we and we feel that forgiveness from Jesus mm-hmm. and we know it's there, then what happens if it happens again and yeah. then the next day and the next day? And that's kind of uh, what we're going to talk about now. There's, mm-hmm. some, there's some aspects and some areas of life and we heard of testimonies where a person got, you know, filled with the Holy Spirit and they repented from their sins yeah. and they never looked back. Now, they may have had some other struggles on different areas yeah. moving forward, but that but that one area and, mm-hmm. and much of their life was cleansed right. um, uh, here on this mm-hmm. planet, you know, planet mm-hmm. Earth here. However, we also hear the stories where uh, we have a friend or, or a co-worker that begins once they've repented and they acknowledge their sin. It's a struggle and it's mm-hmm. a long process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah that's a good. Uh, it, it brings us back to something we were talking about earlier in the first segment. Um, have someone that you can talk to. Have someone that you mm-hmm. can go to and say, "Hey, man, I, I need some prayer today. I'm struggling in this area." Your pastor certainly is more than likely always available. Sure. But have a have a group of guys or <laughs> girls, uh, something that you can go to and and kind of have that inner circle. Mm-hmm. Jesus himself had an inner circle. Okay, yeah. he had a lot of disciples, but he had three, four guys that mm-hmm. he really hung out with. Mm-hmm. John certainly was arguably his best friend. <laughs> and yeah. so there's there's no telling mm-hmm. the conversations that we have because scripture doesn't record everything in Jesus's ministry. John says as much mm-hmm. at the end of his gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this barely touches on all the things that Jesus did. Right. So have that inner circle and be willing to talk about it. And also be the friend mm-hmm. that will be willing to make time and listen to mm-hmm. the other people. Don't just say, well, man, I'm praying for you yeah, or, or I'll pray for you. Because yeah. oftentimes I, I've even done this myself. Okay. I'm guilty <laughs> of doing this. You, I'll pray for you. You'll mention it, but then you might forget about it. Sure. Yeah. Other things pop up in your life. Always make it a, a point and make it a purpose to really be that friend, mm-hmm. uh, just as Jesus is our friend and somebody we can go to to confess our sins to. Yeah, yeah and you really have to um, discern, and it may take a lot of visits and times and conversations. But there is a distinct there's a distinct difference between someone who's really wrestling with something that is just a a struggle versus someone who is wicked. 
and yeah. de- and and deceived and that they are tricking you yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean yeah so you have to really discern that and and you know like i i would say you know if if it's that person that's wicked that's just uh what is a con artist taking advantage of other people you know you're going to want to cut ties because we know that bad company corrupts good character yeah. right they'll always pull you down you yeah. can't pull them up mm-hmm. you can pray for them mm-hmm. from a distance <laughs> and love them from a distance mm-hmm. but yeah, but on the wise. other hand yeah. on the other hand what we're talking about today is addictions yeah. those of people that are struggling with mm-hmm. something that they know it's wrong we know it's wrong and they're and you know they put up some barriers and they do good for a little while and then they and they bat and they yeah. fall again so um you mm. want to you want to be there with them uh encourage them challenge them and randomly hold them accountable randomly call them check mm-hmm. on them yeah uh try to help them get through that because because it, yeah. it, it weighs on the person i think it's helpful for us to understand the difference between a hab- habitual sin Mm. and a sinful addiction. Mm. I think those two are, are, are pretty different. A habitual sin is there, there's something about the personality that, that tends towards a sin. And so when the opportunity arises, the temptations are very mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. and they and they fall towards it. An addiction is more than just, it's not something, I mean, you pray for them certainly and you hold them accountable, but they might need an extra mile of help. They might need to actually go through some right. sort of counseling, some sort of intense, like it's 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 in the mind too. It's it's yeah. um, it's it's a in the body well, it's well it's more than just something that you can have a prayer meeting about you need to go that extra sure. mile yeah. and so having that discernment of um well i have the habitual sin of gossip that's not an addiction necessarily gotcha, yeah. you know uh, addiction would be an addiction to drugs or alcohol substance abuse pornography mm-hmm. that, that those are chemical things that happen in your in your fallen body mm-hmm. that need an extra step of, right. of remedy yeah, something I've used in my own walk is mm-hmm. to is to kind of make it a point to read over um, the scriptures where Jesus is being tempted. Right. Keep mm-hmm. in mind, Jesus himself was tempted. So there, you've got a friend right yeah, there in yeah, Jesus. Yeah. He's he's been tempted. Okay, mm-hmm. but look and see how he responds to the temptations. He quotes mm-hmm. scripture, mm-hmm. which is all the more reason to, in addition to this show and the many other programs that we have here on this network, to be in the Word yeah. and to commit things to memory. <laughs> yes. That way, you have uh-huh. things to go back to when the tempter comes. You can say something to him just like Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and the reason again, I mentioned this in the first segment. The, re- the reason we're talking about this is because we know whether you know uh that this can weigh on people this could uh cause people to commit suicide you yeah. know we're going to talk about suicide here in a couple of weeks too but uh sin mm. is uh and satan's not going to like us talking about this but <laughs> it is it's destructive mm. eternally yeah. and temporally and there's nothing about it that's redeemable and it causes pain in your life and others mm-hmm. And so we want to talk about that. So if you have a sin that, that's in your life or maybe multiple sins, we want to uh, call you to repentance uh, today. Mm-hmm. And we also want to challenge you to, to look around and, you know, maybe you haven't even, maybe you thought you were a Christian, yeah. but you really haven't uh, made a, a complete commitment or really mm-hmm. understood the, the capacity of the gospel and what Jesus actually did. He didn't just halfway die for you. Like, yeah, this is the, I mean, Jesus, yeah. what he did on the cross is forever mm-hmm. life changing. And so maybe you haven't let that saturate in your life and because it'll change you <laughs> yeah it'll change you yeah and, it, and it's encouraging to know too that the sanctification process of a christian <laughs> i mean it, it there's there are ups and downs yeah. and there will be a lot of downs and they will be deep because mm-hmm. there's still sin you still have a fallen body and like i mean the words of paul who will rid me of this body of right. death yeah but then he goes on i thank the lord Je- yes. jesus christ yeah, you yeah. know like the the redemption of a christian is a whole redemption it's not just the it's not just the soul and the mind and the will and the heart it's the body as 
well. That will happen one day. It hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. It will happen one day um, when death is defeated. Um, but let's go. Let's the, the life of a Christian mm-hmm. um, is a life of those ups and downs. It's a it's a war zone. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a war zone. You're and a, a Christian soldier who is following the Lord is not going to have a clean sword. Right, it's right. going to be a, a continual battle. Um, that's not to say that we can't grow lazy in our lives and we can't allow enemies to slip into the, through mm-hmm. the gates. That will happen, um, unfortunately, and but and we'll have to deal with it. Um, and some ways to deal with it, too, I can think of uh, in habitual sins and even in, to, in addictions, too, is identifying the source of the temptation. Yeah. And if it's something that you can get rid of, even if it's a good thing, yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, if, absolutely. If, if you have an addiction to... Um, to pornography, get rid of the internet. Yeah. You really don't need it. Well, and that's <laughs> what Jesus said mm-hmm. when he said, uh, if your right hand calls you sin, mm-hmm. cut it off, right. yeah, laugh it out, out. Yeah. You know, pull it out. He was using hyperbole, mm-hmm. saying, look, if it's that big of a deal, if that, if that causes you to sin, yeah. remove it, is mm-hmm. what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, that goes with with gossip, too. If 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 you're, if say, gossip is being fueled by social media, get rid of your social media accounts. Mm. It's better you for just to live without social media than it is to let the yeah. sin of gossip continue mm. in your right. life. Right. A good example um, from, from my life, mm. uh, I... I, I've always been interested in sports, mainly because yeah. I'm completely not athletic at all. And so I guess maybe I'm just amazed by all the other things people are capable of doing. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, this is not, I don't think, on the same level as a pornography addiction. Right. But but um, sometimes I will get, I will allow myself to get too caught up in sports mm-hmm. to where I'm talking to the radio sure, or sure. maybe I'm getting angry. Yeah. And, you know, there are days where I just turn the radio off and I'll drive home for mm-hmm. 30 minutes listening to the sound of wind. Yeah. <laughs> and so I bring that up mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, you talk about if you have an addiction to porn, get off the Internet, mm-hmm. you know, to turn it off, cancel your mm-hmm. subscription. And, you know, if need be, um, have someone help you stay accountable sure. give your mm-hmm. wife or give your buddies you know your passwords and yeah, things like exactly. that to make sure you know there is a reason aa works because right. you've got someone mm-hmm. to hold you accountable That's you've right. got somebody to go to when you feel like drinking right yeah, yeah. and it's right. the same principle regardless of what the addiction is it doesn't mm-hmm. just have to be you know where you want to get drunk a lot yeah. over and over again it could be something like porn it could be something as simple as this makes me angry and i'm yelling at the radio so yeah. let's turn it off <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that that's that's i would say that is a really common one too like th- those little things um that can grow into bigger things yeah. i mean it can go into like oh uh, you know say a young christian 18 years old has finally moved out of the house they can watch any movie they want to yeah. watch yeah, they, yeah, and yeah. they put one in it's not a bad movie it has some questionable stuff sure, sure. but it, it continues to kind of build on itself until it reaches a point where they're letting things into their mind mm-hmm. that is destructive and will will twist them in a way that is against what God wants for them. And so like identifying those roots and identifying those source points and cutting them off completely if possible. And and I'll just uh, I know we got about 2 minutes yeah, left here yeah. but I'll close with saying that these are my final comments. Yeah. Don't give up. Uh, continue to read God's word. Get into the book of Proverbs, Psalms, anywhere in the, anywhere in the Bible, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's 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 principles that you can take away for someone that's be addicted to something. Mm-hmm. They need for someone to say, "You do this, and this happens." Type yeah. thing. Well, you can yeah. find principles all in the book of Proverbs. So continue to read. Mm-hmm. Make it a priority to uh, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Pray as you're walking. Pray as you're talking, and hang in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep and trust yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs three. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Yeah, and I would add that. Just about every person in the Bible has 
baggage yeah. okay and god still used them sure. for in big ways and we're still talking about them thousands of years mm -hmm. later Amen. so there are people in the bible that have been in bad situations god helped them through it god yeah. still used them he's still using them mm -hmm. even though they've gone on to glory yeah Amen. yeah and, and as the bible says we have a high priest who can identify with mm -hmm. us in every way so we're we're not coming to a god who looks at us and sees these vile wretched creatures who he can't save mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to save. He looks at the Christian and he sees them dressed in the righteousness of Christ. So you have a wide open door to the throne room of God. Take advantage of Amen. it. Have a pathway that is well beaten, well paved to uh, the throne room of God and clear the rubble if sin has, has littered the way. Um, repentance is a constant in the life of a Christian, but it's not a sorrowful thing. It's a joyful thing to change your mind, to turn away from the things that are taking you from God and run back to him. Um, there's nothing more rewarding and nothing more um, joyful in the life of a Christian than being welcomed back by God from sin. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Shared Truth About Scripture. Please stay tuned for next week. We're going to continue the series of some things that are not spoken of a lot of in church, and we're going to continue that series. So stay tuned for next time.